Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast. Last episode was meant to be the last one of this decade. I thought it was a good way to end the year, and I still do. But as I have spent some time doing all the things that I shared with you a couple of weeks ago, reflected on 2019 and started planning for 2020, I wanted to share with you one of the conclusions I came to realize, or better say, one of the things I decided to do after my reflection. Most times, we focus on new things to do to start as the new year starts, And while, yes, I will be starting a lot of things and projects in 2020, I also came to the conclusion that I need to stop a series of things if I really want to live my best life in 2020. So in today's bonus episode, I'm going to be sharing with you 12 things to stop doing in 2020. Welcome to the Leading Yourself podcast. This is your host, Carolina de Arriba. I'm an HR professional, health and fitness coach, wife, mom, and above all things, a goal getter. In this podcast, we're going to be digging into all things leadership, professional and career development, habits, and relationships. This is a podcast for those who want to become the best version of themselves. Those who have big dreams and are willing to embrace the journey and put in the work to achieve them. My goal is to share with you the tools, tips, and tricks to help you in your journey. So let's dig in into today's episode. If you'd had a chance to check out the tools and resources that I referenced in the previous episode, you might have already seen the I'll do more of and less of reflection template. As part of my 2019 year-end reflection process, I spend some time thinking about what are the things that I want to do more of and the things that I want to do less of in 2020. This was the first time for me that I did this exercise in a formal way. I might have thought about some of these things before, but to be honest, until now, I had not been intentional about writing these things down and spending dedicated time thinking about them. When you look at the template, and if you haven't seen it yet, you can find it in the link that I put on the notes of episode number 10. So go back to episode number 10, check the description of the episode, and you'll find there a link that will take you to a page where I have put all the tools and all the resources that I shared and talked about in episode number 10. And one of the templates that I included there was this template that I'm talking about right now. The I'll do more of and less of reflection template. When you get to look at that template, it might look very, very simple. It really does. And you might be tempted to skip it or you might even overlook it. Please don't. Don't. This template is super powerful. Doing this exercise is super powerful. I've learned so much about myself just by doing this simple exercise. I've learned about what makes me happy, what are the things that most excite me, what are the things that I really want to do and I have been pushing off for some time. 
but also what are the things that are holding me back from pursuing my dreams, from being myself, and for ultimately living my best life. Today, I want to share with you 12 things that I have identified as things that I need to stop doing and that I'm going to be working on to stop doing in 2020. I know it's not going to be easy and you'll know why when you hear to these 12 things, but I'm going to put my best effort to be conscious about stopping these things. I thought that some of them or maybe many of them can apply to you too. So I wanted to share them with you, hoping that as you listen to them, it gives it gives you a little push to think about stop doing them too in 2020 to help you live your best life. Okay, so let's dig in into these 12 things to stop doing in 2020. Number one, Stop complaining you don't have the time to pursue your dreams and passions. I've talked about this before. We're never, never going to have the time. We need to make the time. If your dreams and passions are that important to you, you'll find the time to work on them and pursue them. A couple of things that are already helping me in making the time are number one, the self-reflection exercise that I shared on episode number 10. Clearly identifying what are those dreams and passions that are most important to me, being able to prioritize them and tackle one at a time. It's going to be really challenging and feel really overwhelming if you're trying to make the time to do a hundred or a thousand things that you want to do. But if you're focusing one thing at a time, it's going to be easier to be able to identify pockets of time or carve out the time to focus on that one thing. That takes me to the second thing that has helped me, and that is carving the time to work on those things. Look at your day. What are the things that you can stop doing to make the time to work on your dreams and your passions? And start setting a goal to yourself to find one hour every day in your current schedule to focus on those things. I know it might seem as a mission impossible to carve out one hour when you already feel that the day doesn't have enough hours. But here are a few things that can help you get to that point where you're able to carve an hour of your day. The first thing is... Visualize what would you do if you had that hour of time. Right now, you might feel overwhelmed. You might feel that the day doesn't have enough hours. That is impossible to find that hour. But try to visualize if you would have that extra hour in your day or that hour just for you to focus on your dreams and your passions, what would you do in that hour? This vision is going to motivate you to find the time to get to do those things because just visualizing what would you do in that hour is going to excite you so much that you're going to want so badly to be able to do those things. The second thing, and this might be a little bit time consuming, but track for seven days everything that you do during the day. At the end of the seven days, 
you'll be able to identify some trends and find some hints of what you can stop doing or where you can become more efficient so you can carve out some time to work on your dreams and your passions. Maybe is watching less TV or Netflix, or maybe it's asking for help in picking up your kids from school, however that looks like. But once you're able to see clearly where are you spending your time and you will find what are some apparent wasters of time and what are some things that you can stop doing and some things where you can become either more efficient or ask for help so you can carve that time out. The third thing that um, can help you to carve out an hour of your time is one thing that I've been doing for some time now, and that is waking up one hour earlier. So I to work on and focus on your dreams and your passions. I wake up an hour earlier, sometimes even a little bit more than an hour. So I have that quiet time for myself to focus on the things that are important to me. Okay, that was number one. Let's move to number two. Stop comparing yourself with others. Instead, start comparing yourself with yourself. Focus on how you can be better than you were yesterday, a week ago, a month ago, a year ago. We're all different, so it's not fair that we compare ourselves with anybody else. When we compare ourselves with others, we're not looking at the full picture, especially in today's world that we're consumed by social media. When we look at that perfect Pinterest picture or that perfect Instagram picture, let's be realistic. People share what they want others to see because of the thing that I'm going to be talking about in the next point. But we don't see what is behind the scenes. We don't see what are the struggles those people are going through. What are the challenges they're facing? What are other areas of their lives that are suffering? So comparing ourselves with others is only limiting ourselves. It's creating that negative self-talk and disappointment that is not either healthy or productive. Number three. Stop caring about what others think about you. We tend to base our actions and our decisions on how we anticipate others will perceive us. As a result, many times, we don't get to do the things that we really want to do because we're afraid of what others might think. While it is beneficial to have and to know the opinion of a few people that we trust, in order to help us calibrate ourselves or to get the support and encouragement that we need to take a risk, we should stay true to who we are and what we value and believe. Always be true to yourself and remember that what others say or think about you is not of your business. Those things that bother or hurt you that others might think or say about you It's not about them, that it is about you. Number four, stop putting off the things that you really want to try and do. Have you ever been wanting to do something or try something new and have been putting it off, pushing it off in time? Have you ever think about why you haven't tried it yet? Let me guess, you don't have the time. 
Well, let me tell you that that is just an excuse. Often, the root cause is not the lack of time, but rather fear. Yes, fear of failure, or sometimes even fear of success, or fear of criticism. What is the worst thing that can happen if you were to try that thing in 2020? Really, what is the worst thing that can happen? I'm sure it's probably not that bad. So stop making excuses. Take the risk and finally make the time to do that thing that you really have wanted to do for a long time. Number five, stop saying yes to things you really don't want to do. Wonder why you don't have time to do all the things that you want to do or believe you need to do? Well, if you keep saying yes to the things that you really don't want to do, you're spending your time in the wrong place. In 2020, try to say no to just one thing that you don't want to do. And instead, use that time to do something that you really want to do. I promise it will become addictive. It's important to acknowledge that we can do everything. We need to define boundaries for ourselves and stay true to our priorities. Number six, stop making excuses not to take care of yourself. Let me clarify something right off the bat. Putting yourself first, taking care of yourself is not selfish. Just in case that you were we're thinking about that or that thought crossed your mind. That is something that I've learned over time. I used to think I was being selfish for focusing on myself before others. Especially when other people depended on me. The truth is, I can't be the best wife, mom, daughter, sister, friend, leader, boss, etc. if I am not my best self. I know we're all busy and it feels like there is not enough hours in the day to do everything that we need to do, let alone to exercise, meal plan, drink our water, get a, new, a good night's sleep, and in general, take good care for ourselves. Today, I'm here to tell you that you need to make the time, that you need to invest in your self-care. If you really want to thrive in anything and everything that you want to do and accomplish in 2020, you need to put yourself on top of your priority list. Number seven, stop holding yourself back. Sometimes we can be our worst enemies. The number one thing holding us back is ourselves, our own perceptions and limiting beliefs. We haul ourselves back when we feel like imposters. Have you ever thought about or asked yourself things like, who am I to deserve this? Who am I to be so successful? Who am I to fill the blank? That is what it's called the imposter syndrome. The best way to shut down that internal voice is to get over ourselves. Turn those questions into affirmations. Instead of, who am I to be successful? Say to yourself, you're worth being successful. You will be successful. The other way that we hold ourselves back is when we compare ourselves with others. We already talked about this. Be honest to yourself. 
How many times do you compare yourself with others and minimize yourself? How many times you didn't took that step, try that thing because someone else had already done it or you were afraid that you were not going to be as good? I do that more often than I should. And that's why this point made it to my list of things to stop doing in 2020. Number eight, stop overthinking things. Thinking things through is important. But when we get into that analysis paralysis, that is not healthy or productive. Overthinking things consumes our energy and limits our ability to make decisions and move into action. When we start overthinking, we fall into this endless loop that ultimately paralyzes us and leaves us frustrated. I know I do this sometimes, and for me, it goes back to that self-doubt, questioning of my capabilities, the fear of what others might think, or my perfectionist coming out and wanting everything to be perfect before taking any action. All of these are things that made it to my list this year of things that I want to stop in 2020. Number nine, stop ignoring people in your life because you don't have the time. Connecting with others, especially with those people that are important for us, is so fundamental. Relationships and investing in relationships is so important. I know for me, sometimes the days go by without calling someone that I really want to talk to or connecting with that friend that I haven't seen in a while or setting up that meet and greet with someone at work that I want to connect with. My excuse tends to be, I'm too busy. Like everything else, we need to make the time to connect with others and nourish those relationships that are important to us. So this year, I made a list of everyone that I want to connect or reconnect with, and I'm setting up reminders to make sure that I'm more mindful about setting the time aside to connect with every single person in my list. Number 10, stop being afraid of change. Let's be realistic. The only thing constant in life is change. The world is moving faster than it has ever moved before. There are more changes that we've ever faced before. The reason why we fear change is because it's unknown, because most times we can anticipate the outcome, and really because it pushes us out of our comfort zone. We tend to look to change as risky, but the truth is that sometimes it can be even more risky to just stay where we are and not change. Embrace change in 2020 by accepting uncertainty and the fact that uncertainty is just part of life. Think of what might be the worst and the best outcome and focus your mind on the best possible outcome. Take small steps towards that change. Don't try to make radical changes overnight Rather, make small changes and build a chain of reaction. Finally, surround yourself with people that can support you to go through that change. Number 11, stop talking and start doing. 
Have you ever been thinking, dreaming, and or talking about something you want to do, learn, experience, achieve, or become? Maybe it is time to stop dreaming and thinking and talking about it and start doing. In 2020, take the first step towards achieving that dream or that goal that you've been dreaming about and talking about. This is what happened to me with this podcast. It was one of my biggest lessons learned in 2019. I dreamed, think, and talk about starting a podcast for over a year. And then one day I decided to just get started. I locked myself up in my daughter's room and record the first episode of this podcast out of my iPhone. I still don't have a microphone, or any fancy equipment for that matter, I continue to record these episodes out of my iPhone. When I listen to the first couple of episodes, I feel embarrassed. And if I'm completely honest, I've been tempted to even delete them. But I haven't because they remind me of the progress that I've made, how much I've improved, and the biggest lessons learned to stop talking dreaming and thinking about things and start taking steps and actions towards making it a reality. Finally, number 12, stop living today as if tomorrow is guarantee. A few days ago, our colleague at work passed away unexpectedly. Everyone at the office was shocked. One day, she was there in the office working as any other day, and the next day, she was gone. When I got the news, I also wasn't shocked. It got me really thinking about all the things that we take for granted. It got me thinking and asking myself, what if I'm gone tomorrow? Would I be proud and satisfied with the life that I've lived? I was listening to an audiobook called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. It compiles the findings of a nurse around the top five things people regret most when they're faced with dead. Here are the five things that she talks about. Number one, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself and not the life others expected of me. Number two, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Number three, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Number four, I wish I had stayed on touch with my friends. And number five, I wish that I had let myself be happier. I'm sure you, like me, were not surprised when listening to these five things. We all know these things deep inside but we take them for granted because we believe there is plenty of time. The truth is, tomorrow is not guaranteed. We all want to live long, healthy, and happy lives. But there are many things out of our control and influence. So in 2020, I invite you to live fully, to stop holding yourself back, to stop comparing yourself with others and letting others' opinions of you limit you. I invite you to stop pushing off the things that you really want to do and the people and relationships that matter most to you. I invite you to think less 
and start doing more. Live your best life. Live as if tomorrow was not guaranteed because the truth is, it's not. I hope that you liked today's episode. As I mentioned in the introduction, this episode was not planned. But after I did the exercise, the reflection about the things that I want to do more of and less of in 2020, I couldn't keep these things to myself. Maybe some of them or many of them apply to you too. So I hope that today's episode caught you thinking and inspire you to do this exercise for yourself. Again, you can find the template in the link of the notes on episode number 10. You will find not only the template to this exercise, but all the other tools and resources that I reference in episode number 10. As always, if you like this episode, I would ask you a big favor. That would be your best Christmas gift to me. Go to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. Also, share this episode and this podcast with anyone that you think can benefit from today's content. And with that, I wish you all happy holidays. I hope that you have a wonderful time with your family and loved ones and a great start of the new decade. I'll talk to you again on another episode of the Leading Yourself podcast 